This week's episode is sponsored by Anchor. Anchor is the easy way to make a podcast. Anchor also gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can do right from your computer or your phone. You can use the creation tools that will allow you to record and edit your podcast and make great sound great. Makes it sound great. Anchor also distributes your podcast for you so you don't have to do it. It distributes it to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more outlets. You can easily make money from your podcast with no, no minimum listenership. So this episode is brought to you by Anchor. Back again for another week of If You Will. It's your boy Will, a.k.a. Kibbles, one half of Duke and Kibbles Untitled. Welcome back to If You Will. This week I got my girl, Tiana, the one and only. <laughs> You want to introduce yourself? Hi. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I don't have anything else to say. You want to introduce yourself to everybody who you is, what you're about? I'm, I'm Tiana. That's Tiana McKinney. Yep. Well, I see how this episode's about to go. <laughs> Short and sweet. Short and sweet. We ain't got no sports for you this week because I couldn't find nobody to do no sports. And I'm not into sports, so. Yeah, we know. So that, that's going to dampen how the length of the episode goes. Is it? Yeah, unless you gonna have to pull something out of your back pocket to make it last forever, it's gonna take a while to get this together. Okay. But we're gonna jump into the first topic. We brought you these topics by <laughs> one of our good friends. <laughs> we appreciate her. She knows who she is. <laughs> <laughs> so, she got it. <laughs> first, before we start this, how was your trip? My trip. Oh, recently? Yes, recently. How was your trip? Um, New York was amazing. What all did you do? Per usual. I went to a virtual reality thing. So if y'all have not tried it, it's called VR. Uh, It's in New York. Like, that's the actual, um, like, place. It's called VR. So was it one of the ones where you almost punched somebody in the face when you got the thing on? Yeah, like, you put the 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 headset on and stuff, and it, that shit blew my mind. Like, it was, it was pretty dope. I'm so yeah, because I feel like I'm gonna swing and hit somebody in the face and they're gonna try to sue me. They have this like really famous one. It's called Plank, mm-hmm. and they put the headset on you and you basically get taken up to like the 85th floor or something. In the headset or for real, for real? No, in the headset. Okay. But your body, I mean, you can't Dude. really tell the difference. And they have this literal plank that you walk on. That shit was so fucking scary. I have like a recording of it. It was hilarious. But I'm peeing down my leg at the whole time I'm doing. Like, oh no. Yeah. So it was like fighting games or like just different. They had a lot of stuff. They had like this one experience that I wanted to try where you could go in there and like pretend that you took peyote, if anybody knows about that. No, please tell me what peyote is. It's like some Native American spiritual drug or something supposed to have you like hallucinate or something. And it's supposed to open your mind and all this other stuff. And you're supposed to know what your path in life is after you take it or whatever. But it just gave me a headache, so... Right now, I don't know if that's a good thing or bad. <laughs> I don't either. Don't take drugs. Don't so take, yeah. If if you will, we don't consume drugs around. Here. Right. Okay. But yeah, New York was fine. It was it was a pretty good trip. So yeah, I always suggest it. Always. If you haven't tried jerk chicken before, yeah, that you need to put that on your to do list. Jerk chicken. Mm-hmm. What does it tastes like. Jerk. <laughs> <laughs> Just jerk. Huh? Yeah, it was good. I'm gonna have to take that one day. It was it was really good. Jamaicans know how to cook. 
Mm-hmm. Any clubs out there that the people should know about a visit? Um, Slate. Slate is a club everybody should go to if you uh, visit New York. Uh, that mug is, it's free for girls, not free for guys. Sorry, not a dude, so it really doesn't apply to me. But <laughs> yeah, it's a nice club. They got good music, and it was it was pretty dope. They don't close till like five, six o'clock in the morning. So okay, like I said, it's Tiana. You know, I've known T since my third year of college. I would ever get into that backstory. I second year, nigga. That was my third year. You're, oh, you're third year. My second year. My bad. I can't get into that story how I met Tito. I never forget that bag that hangs off the side of the bed <sighs> to this day. Shut uh, the fuck up. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> anyway, anyway, first question. First question. Okay. My first question that I got for today from our good friend. <laughs> um, let's see. Both are our opinions on long-distance relationships. How do you feel about a long-distance relationship? And do you feel like they're possible to make work? A hundred percent. Okay, but I need more than that. I'm very optimistic about long-distance relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I feel like if you put in the effort with somebody that you like or you enjoy or you care about a lot, I mean, it'll work. Like, I was, I mean... Not putting my own experience into this, but long distance relationships are not a hard thing. Like, yeah, if you're a needy person who has like an anxious personality type, mm-hmm. then it might be a little bit harder for you. But I, I would never knock long distance relationships. People have trust issues when it comes to that. And I understand why, because you're not always around your partner. They could easily lie to you. But then again... If you can't trust that person, why are you in a relationship with them? I'm going to piggyback off of that one. I feel like long-distance relationships are good to the extent. Because one, one thing, my thing, my opinion on long-distance relationship is if you start a long-distance relationship, it makes you have to build a trust with somebody. Exactly. So if you could trust somebody being apart from that person, you shouldn't have to worry about trusting that person when you're next to that person. Mm-hmm. So with that, it's a pro and con to it because then you really, you really got to had that mindset that okay I want to be with this person right and whatever this person tell me is what this person is doing right so if you can't go in the mindset just like all right I can believe every word that you're telling me until you can show me otherwise mm-hmm. then long distance relationships not gonna work for that's you. what I'm saying like if it gets you it or it puts you in a like anxious fucking mood or you're stressed out trying to figure out what it is that they're doing or what it is that you don't know they're doing y'all probably shouldn't be together you probably shouldn't be in a long-distance relationship with that person. And it's unfortunate that that stigma or that negative stigma is such a like a common misconception about long-distance relationships. Mm-hmm. But they're not bad. They're not bad. Yes, you have to put in a lot more work, but they are not bad. I actually... It's exciting. It's long-distance relationships are exciting. Well, the part where you get back next to each other makes it exciting. Exactly, because it's like the best sex ever, so... See, we wasn't even in Texas. I'm just saying, like... <laughs> at least she put it out there. At least you're honest Right, so... But, nah, see, that's my, that's my thing. So, like he said, but in the beginning, though, you ain't got no choice but to sometimes second-guess things because you're not used to being away from somebody right. like that. Right, and that's why you need to learn each other's, like, communication styles, like... Be interested in what your partner's interested in. Know what their days look like. Be considerate of their schedules. All that type of stuff. It's not just about you. It's about that person, too. 
Okay, a long distance relationship is another full time job. It really is. You gotta make sure you know that person off days, what time they get off, what time they gonna be at this place. Cause then you don't you don't want to call at the wrong time, catch this person while they busy. Yeah. yeah. So with, with that, that goes into the question of the intimacy part of it. With long distance. Yeah. Oh, that's like the best part. No, not the NC's probably when you're next to each other, but it's oh it's, away. The, That's when you become creative as hell. Creative as hell is the sense of because I can't lie. Ain't nothing if you're in a long distance relationship, video sex is a must go. What do you mean? Like, if you're in a long distance relationship, you can't get next to the person, you gotta do crazy creep free. That's stuff. what I'm saying. Yeah. Creative. You yeah, have to be on. creative in a long distance you relationship. Gotta get your FaceTime on. You gotta, <laughs> you, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta come to the FaceTime with your silk drawers on. With like, the baby. bonnet, all with, that. With the silk drawers on like baby. <laughs> I've been I'm thinking dead. about you all day. I got my cheetah print drawers on just for you. Yeah. I think the spontaneity with long distance relationship and that intimacy too is another thing. Like surprise me with some shit. Like, send a dick pic while I'm in the room. <laughs> like, while you're in the middle of class or something. Right. Just pop. There we go. Oh, like, man. Oh, how did this get in? Right. <laughs> See, That's my new wallpaper. That's with, great. With long distance, you got you to gotta wake their person up with like 13 attachments. Wake up to their phone. Oh, that's that's a big yeah, excessive. Like, oh, but thirteen attachments. Oh, okay, right. that's a lot. My phone, I lose data by then, so I don't even get you on this You lose data by then? How you lose data? I only got five gigs. For pictures? Yeah, bitch. If I ain't connected to Wi-Fi, what oh, plan you no, on? I got, I'm on unlimited data. Oh, I Not got Verizon. Not unlimited data, but unlimited text. Mm. You got Verizon. I got Verizon. Might be time to let them go. Who are you telling? T-Mobile yeah. about to get a call tomorrow. AT&T is the way to go. Oh, no. They're too expensive. Yeah, they're not too expensive by yeah. yourself. But yeah, that's the, with that, so yeah, the intimacy part of a long-distance relationship is important, too, because you got to still try to please that person when you're not next to that person. Right. So that person won't feel lonely. And I think... Long distance relationships actually produce the best type of lovers, in my opinion, because you have to be attentive to that person without touching them. Mm -hmm. And so many people think that, you know, having a big dick or like, you know, having the best pussy is like, that's all you need in the world. No. You got to pay attention to that person and make yeah. sure that you know it out. And with long distance, you have, to, you have to sit down on the phone and have them sexual conversations. Exactly. And you have to hear everything. Exactly. That you are you know. creative or are you using some shit you got off like Fifty Shades of Grey? No. Or you, you know, pulling up some internet no, that's the porn that they, shit? That they learn on chicken and porn. Like. Right. I'm <laughs> dead. <laughs> 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 no, you don't learn that on uh, chicken and porn night. That's. It, see, the worst part, because I had, I know somebody that, like, they was in a long distance relationship, they would watch porn with their significant other. Like wow. via via video chat. Oh wow! <laughs> they said they watch porn together, and I was like, "How does that work?" Because I'm like, "Yeah, I ain't doing them to put a situation in front of y'all that's gonna make it awkward for y'all when right. you're next to each other." So then that's when like you masturbate together, and that's some that's a part of the intimacy. That's some yeah, that's some real like intimate <laughs> ass shit, dude. Like, that, 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 that's a new level of intimacy. That's yeah, like, people become super self conscious when. You gotta show stuff off on yeah. That's it. But what that is, when you do that with somebody, I feel like that creates a bond because you have to trust that. Person. Yes, that's a that's like a man. I I can't explain, but the word is like right there. But 
you have to let your guard down oh, when you when you show somebody that kind of stuff. Like that's you're becoming vulnerable well, you in that situation. When you start sending nudes, when you start sending yeah. nudes, their guard is completely down because you don't you can never know what somebody's doing with your nudes. Exactly. So once you once you send that first nude, you somewhat trust somebody. Sometimes you just sending it just to be sending it, but you gotta somewhat trust somebody to send them a nude. Right. So no, like going, I guess circling this conversation. Intimacy with long distance, I feel, creates the best lovers. Yeah, cause once you get home, you ain't gonna want to rush nothing. You gonna get home, but like, all right, I done missed you. Right, you are gonna take your time. Take time. Anything that you send to them, anything that you say to them, is gonna be like thought out, well mm-hmm. planned. Like, cause it, it, it takes one wrong letter and a text message, and it's gonna just start an argument. Yep. Cause my thing is, you can't really sit, sit, hear the tone of nobody through text message, and that's what kills me. When people's like, oh, well, you, the way you text me, your tone was messed up. Right. How? <laughs> That's why I said communication styles with long distance is important. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you, how does your partner talk? Yeah. Like, if you know that, then it's it's really difficult to get confused when y'all are having conversations and stuff. But have you ever been in long distance? I've been in two long distance relationships. And how did they work out? It it, it was stressful. Like it was hard to do because. It's hard on certain people, and it's hard when you with somebody that is not as sexual as you are. Yeah, so I can see that. It becomes harder because it becomes one sided, and then you feel out of place and selfish for wanting to do things, and that person's not really into it. So, so yeah. was that with both situations or just one? Uh, just one. So, so what about the other one? That one was great. <laughs> what made it great though? Like it was different. In what ways, Kibble? It was just different in the ways of it connected. So it connected, but then it was also during a time frame where there was more to talk about than sexual stuff. So when talking, honestly, the sexual things didn't really come up until we got next. Because y'all had so much in common. Yeah, because we had so much in common. That's great. So with that, instead of talking about something sexual, like a random nude to be sent here, a random nude to be sent there, but... The conversations that you would have, the long conversations, was just sitting there talking, was usually what would happen. So, not always, even though it's going to be sexual, but not always can not not be sexual. Yeah. So, let's see, what else we got? So, so yeah, what's the next question on our our list for tonight? Okay, well, also with that long distance, the boundaries of friendships. Oh, bitch, that's easy. Okay. Don't be like. Texting like other girls on a, a personal level, unless you've already told your significant other that this person is a, a friend that you've established that type of relationship with. No sending pictures, uh, you know, via text messages to you know other people, men or women or whatever. So um, if you were dating somebody that's long distance, are you cool with that person kicking it with the opposite sex all the time? So, like, if they friend, they majority friends is the opposite sex. How long have they been friends? Almost the same amount of time y'all been knowing each other. Um, Has there ever been a thought that that person might have some interest in my significant other? That's a good question. But if we're going to go with both scenarios, yes. No. Hell no. Okay. I, I agree with you that when you say if the person has been around somebody that wants them and we all know that that person wants them, no. Mm-hmm. You got to cut ties with that person. Yes. But my thing is... Because we know people are very selfish creatures. They will go for whatever they want, mm-hmm. no matter who that affects. 
And then with that also is, but my thing is, I know a lot of people that are that are that cool. That's not cool with that woman. Period. Being cool with the opposite sex. Exactly. But my thinking is, I don't have a problem with it. You can be cool with the opposite sex all you want, if I know you're gonna respect me. Right. So if you're gonna respect me, then we cool. You do what you're gonna do because I'm gonna trust you. Mm-hmm. But on the same like end of that. I can trust my partner completely. It's not that I don't trust them. I don't trust other, in my case, females. Right, but you also, but your trust in your partner will make your partner put that boundary between that person that you don't trust. You that's know? that's true, but I'm also getting from a perspective of I know females, mm-hmm. and your partner could sit up here and block them all day, all day. But women manipulate situations. It's the same thing for man too. Though. Yeah, but I can't speak from a male perspective. Yeah, male perspective, do the be a friend with a female and wait it out until the right moment. Yes. So no. Slip in there. Um. Off of one argument. Never gonna let my guard down around a girl who has either told my significant other that she is interested in him in some way. Doesn't matter if it's sexually or emotionally, which I think both are very dangerous things. But no, I'm never never gonna trust her around him. Ever. You can't let that guard down. That wouldn't make you Tiana. What you mean? You damn right. <laughs> you can't your guard down. It's not a Tiana thing to do. Mm-mm. The next one is... People don't even know I'm dating, so the fuck? Well, you know, now they do. <laughs> well, yeah, so whatever. <laughs> no, but it's not public fucking knowledge, so... Yeah. It's not in the uh, that library in the records. No. <laughs> but the uh, next one is the boundaries on gift giving. How do you feel about gift giving for the opposite sex? So, with the scenario... Okay, okay. The scenario was... Uh, somebody... There's two different scenarios. There's the one that I told you about earlier. Give the first the, one. The first one scenario is... You have a friend that you've known for a good period of time. It's opposite sex. And they buy you, like, some $200 shoes. Ooh, god damn. And as a woman, I want to hear your side before I say my side to it. How do you feel about if a woman that's your man's friend... Bought him some two hundred dollars shoes, even though they're just friends. Okay, you're saying that they're just friends, so they're not best friends. They haven't grown up together. Best they haven't had. The same thing just, no, just the fuck, friends. that's not. That's not. No. Okay. It's not. Okay, good. Go ahead. Okay. You were my one of my best friends. Okay. I wouldn't say. I was about to really say somebody's name. I wouldn't buy you the two hundred dollars. Right, shoes. right, but, but that's something I would never expect for you to do because that's just like. Unusual. What's the like situation behind it? Right, it's just something that you always wanted. You couldn't afford. Right. It. If the person got money, mm-hmm. then that's not something I'm gonna like take a side glance at. Mm-hmm. But if this person, I know you probably got the same job as me. <laughs> like, right. And what emotions do you have towards this person to like spoil them in that manner? Not saying that that's wrong or they don't mm-hmm. deserve it, but. Like, how do you feel towards them that made you show this, like, such elaborate show of affection? That's what I want to say. Why are you so affectionate with your gift-giving? Okay, and I can get that. Because, but my thing, I'm on both sides with it. It's like, I can understand somebody getting somebody an expensive gift. Especially if it's just, like, a one gift out the year. Like, maybe somebody will celebrate Christmas. Maybe they will celebrate other holidays. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's their birthday. In my opinion, a birthday is a, a, to me, a real, real tradition, real holiday because you can't change the day you was born. Right. But then that comes around every year if right. you're so fortunate enough. Year, so in my head, as a friend, 
I'm not buying my friend no Valentine's Day gift. I'm not buying. Hell no, aren't you, man? I'm gonna get him a Christmas card and stuff like that. You don't get that. You get a right. Merry Christmas. Right. You get to come get to eat this meal. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get come, that. You want food? You look a little hungry. Come right. Eat food. But like your birthday, if, if if I had it and we were good enough friends, I've known you for years, and I know it's something that you truly want, and you having a hard time right now, and you going through stuff. I would do it. I would, I would try. I would try to do it. I mean, that's, that's at the end of the day, that's a lot of money. $200. But then on top of that, then I would look at it like... Uh, and what's the gift? <laughs> some shoes. See, that wouldn't even be something I'd be interested right. in. But I'm like, but on the other hand, looking at it like, I could also see the person that you're dating be like, uh, baby, That's I a bit I, extravagant. Baby, I ain't spent $200 on those shoes for you myself. Right. So, um... Well, how are we getting here? You got somebody else buying you something that's more expensive than anything I've ever watched. Right. So I can see from both sides of the situation. Like, okay, true friendship, known each other a long time. Okay, cool. You got friends. Ain't nothing behind it. But then I can see the other side. Somebody been other person in a relationship. Uh, it's a little suspicious. Right. So I don't know if, it, if I should be okay with this or not. And a lot of people would sit up there and say that that's an insecurity. But... I, I don't think so. I think that's crossing boundaries. Like, you have established boundaries of how you think people are supposed to react with your significant other knowing that they are with you. Right. That's not like an insecurity in my point. That's kind of just disrespect. Depending on like the motives behind getting that gift. Like, if you honestly just care about the person and you know that they like it, you had the extra mm-hmm. money to spend it, Cool, that's great. I'm glad you were able to do that for them. Right. But if there's, you know, an ulterior motive behind why you did that and the way you presented it and all that other stuff, then I'm going to be a little bit suspicious and I'm going to feel disrespected. And see, if that is like, I live this way. If I was friends with somebody and they had a significant other and I know how much they significant other care about them and I wanted to get them a special gift, I would actually try to come to their significant other and be like, hey, you okay with me? Yeah, that's I would for, that would I would respect that. Like that you, would be nice. You want to put in on it? You know, then, <laughs> if you're from both of us, then right. We both look good today. Put your name on a card. Put your name on the card. Yeah, and I put my name on the box. Right. You know, I come to that person like, hey, you cool with this? It's gonna cost this. I know she, this person really wants this, and I know I know you probably don't know because you know. It's certain things I know about this person that you don't know about because we've right. been friends for so long. Right. It, and then if somebody feels that that's like too much, then you should really start to be like thinking about why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. Because if you can't even consider the the person in the relationship's feelings about you getting a gift for their partner, mm-hmm. then there might be some underlying shit there that you probably need to figure out. Yeah, because it's like. Yeah, because sometimes you got to look at yourself like, why do I want to get this? Right, exactly. Is this more than a friendship or is... Right, do I care for this person beyond, you know, a friendship type thing or... $200 to pay my card note. Right. (laughs) I'm going to get this $200 to pay for a GRE. Right. So, that's like a borderline. You just got to be in that kind of situation to really fully go there with the situation. I just think depending on your position in whatever the relationship dynamic is, you should think about it. Think about it, put that $200 back in your account and leave it alone. Right, call it a day. Okay, so then the last thing this person sent me, well, that's the last subject, but the last thing this person sent me, sent me a tweet saying, if your girlfriend cheats on you, you need to understand that the 
the lack of something that you made her cheat. So instead of leaving her for another girl, find out the error in yourself, apologize to her, and be a better man. Wait, who's cheating? <laughs> but my thing with that is, I was like, wait, oh. like, but who's cheating? Like, break this down for me, because clearly, I so the tweet, my comprehension. So the tweet says, if your girl cheats, it's a man's fault. And as a man, you need to try to make yourself better. Because it's the reason that she she cheating is because you did something wrong. Um, your opinion on that? I feel like whoever Tommy Stark is also needs to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she needs to look at herself as well, mm-hmm. because when somebody cheats, it's not always it's not ever just the other person's fault. It's you too. Mm-hmm. Like you have some issue going on with whatever they cannot fully give or, you know, cater to whatever need that, you know, they're lacking in. And that's something that you need to look to as well. To turn to your partner after you cheated and say, well, it was your fault sounds very masculine and just very manly to me. And so if that was a a dude saying that, girls would be having a fit. So for a woman to sit up there and try to appropriate a very kind of like, I guess just manly tone Mm -hmm. and try to adopt it into herself sounds fucked up to put it frankly. Yeah. Cause my thing is it, it, everything happens for a reason. So when somebody is either sides of the sex cheat, it's happening for a reason. Right. Either either the person it's at fault of both people, both partners failed in some aspect to create that just that, you know, Lack of whatever they needed that didn't get fulfilled in the relationship, which made them go look elsewhere. And see what that, and also that, that sometimes, like, not all the time, but sometimes when some people cheat, I ain't gonna say every time that's the right thing to do, but sometimes when people cheat, it's good to just sit down and talk. Exactly. Because if you sit down and talk, you can get to what was wrong, what's going on, and why it happened. I just, I agree with a part of what she said. Like, you need to sit down and address the situation. But at the same time, like, it's it's both people's fault. So, and when you sit down and talk about it, it's like, okay, I did this because of this reason. Right. It was an insecurity in me that made me do it. But then it also could be a situation where if you with somebody long enough and you tell somebody, because you know sometimes when you're in a relationship with somebody, you get stuck in your ways. Right. And you don't want to change. It's like an old dog trying to learn new tricks. And so, that whole freaking, that whole saying is so full of bullshit. But it, it, whatever. It is, but look, as people, people get complacent. So, you could be in a relationship with somebody and be like, uh, yeah, this is bothering me. Can you try to, you know, do better with it? Right. Now, the person keeps doing that same thing over and over again, that situation, I can see somebody like, all right, you keep doing this. This is hurting me. That they go out and find something that don't hurt them. Right, the and then way. you should remove yourself from the situation. But if it's a situation where here she says that you lacked something that made her cheat, okay, well, talk about it. Right. Like, it. address it. Is this something that they knew about, or is this something that you knew about and you just never said anything to them about it, or what? Because what I've noticed with people who cheat most of the time, their partner doesn't know. 
mm-hmm. that they were unhappy about something because people think that others can read their mind because people lack basic communication skills. You feel that if somebody says, I'm unhappy with something, that they're automatically attacking you. Right. Exactly. Or they're, they're like picking at something because you don't have it. That's not necessarily the case all the time. Mm-hmm. Sometimes what hurts people is just a coincidence of somebody else not knowing that it hurt. Mm, I get that one, yeah. Because it's like, it takes, like me with, with a job, when you work at a job, I like constructive criticism. Exactly. Which Damn. people in our society we know don't know how to fucking take that. I'm not the best person. I know I'm not the best person. But I could be kind of sending. But my thing is, I'm going to try. If I really care about you, I'm going to try to fix the dumb shit I do. To try to make everything work. Mm-hmm. Now, if you find somebody that's willing to try to fix the little things, then you got to keep them. Even if you have a situation like this, and it all comes out, and this and that, this and that, but they willing to sit down and try to fix everything, then you have to keep it. Right. My but don't get that mistake in for toxic-ass relationships. Mm-hmm. Understand that... If you are in a toxic relationship, you need to remove yourself from it. Ain't no that person keeps trying, you know, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Like, if y'all have talked about it, y'all have been mature about the conversation, and they keep doing stuff, and you're still hurting, y'all hurting each other, that's a toxic relationship. Remove yourself from it. Mm-hmm. But like you said, there's a situation where y'all haven't had the conversation, one of y'all is stepped outside the relationship to pursue whatever it was that you couldn't get inside the relationship, then yeah, talk about it. If both parties are willing to try and, you know, repair the relationship. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah that, that was it. So then the last thing, now this is something me and you both ain't got no record, no relation with, no, we not in this family to understand this family, but I've had this question asked a couple times from people I know that's in sororities and fraternities. And why they ask you that? You ain't Greek. <laughs> no, right, but it's just it's a question. Because my thing is if you're in a relationship with somebody that is Greek and you're the eyeball out, your your opinion on gift giving. Cause with me, I feel like it's a different code of conduct to gift giving when it comes to Greek life. Mm-hmm. So, like we was just talking earlier, if a dude that I was sex that you cool with outside of Greek life buys you something, I feel like that's a problem because I feel like that person's trying to show interest in you. Mm-hmm. But then I feel like in Greek life, it's a different, even though I don't know, I'm not in it, but I'm just giving my opinion on it. It's a different standard. My thing is, Greek life, everybody, technically in the word, are brothers and sisters. They Brothers and sisters, they cool. Everybody's supposed to be cool with each other because you're supposed to be together as one. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's a different kind of gift get being given from somebody that's Greek, like if it's like a chain, a jacket, a necklace that's dealing with your old friend of sorority, then it shouldn't be a problem, in my opinion. Um, I'm gonna ask honestly for the same standard that you have in your relationship, if we're being quite honest. So, because not saying that I know anything about relationships inside of uh, Greek. Greek, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, but it's, to me, it's the same standard. You can have somebody who's in the same, you know, brother or sisterhood as you that sees you and wants you in a romantic way. Mm-hmm. 
And how, why would that be seen as different just because they're Greek versus somebody who's not giving you a gift? It's the same standards. Like, you can't be fickle with how you set your boundaries. Like, it's the same thing. If you wouldn't allow that in a non-Greek situation, I wouldn't allow that, like, in a Greek situation. Look, I feel like it's a difference. Because, like, it's not, like, okay, I put it this way. With the Greek situation, when I see people getting stuff, like, buying friends Greek, it's always, like, Greek stuff. It's nothing, like, personal, personal. Like, the shoes. Mm -hmm. It's nothing personal like that. It'd be like, oh... Well, you go to this place out of town and they got like Greek stuff for sale. You see a like a bracelet. Oh, I know my one of my friends is in that fraternity. Boom. Now it's different outside of relation a regular relationship. Oh, I see this bracelet at the jewelry store. I'm gonna get my friend this bracelet. And what's the difference? One has a different meaning than the other. No, it's the same meaning. You still so. thought about that person. You thought that they might like that gift. You thought of them in exchange and thought that would be something that they would be interested in. It's I, the same thing. I just feel like it's two different demeanors to it. That's I don't. I feel like it's the exact same. I feel like it's the exact same thing. I think one of them, like the bracelet bracelet from like the jewelry store, like more feelings to it. The other one was just like, oh, you and this threat. Here you go. Because mm. you, you still thought about that person. Okay. What made you think about that person? That I seen the sign from what they are pledged, to. and that's that's speaking like on the terms that if you only had like one friend that was Greek, you have a bunch of friends that are Greek. Every time you see some, do you think about all of them and say, "Oh, I can get each every one." Technically, of them I do get. actually. Everybody that's Greek, that when I see stuff on them out, I'm like, "Hey, they would like this." If I but do you buy it? Hell no. Okay then. So but it's, it's different like, because I'm not. It's I, it's like if I was Greek, I would feel entitled to buy it to buy it for them. I'd be like. Hey, he ain't got this. Or she ain't got this. Let me go ahead and surprise them, hook them up, and they're going to be flash people out here. I don't know. I think when it's when it comes to opposite sex and gift-giving, whether it's Greek or not, whatever your intentions are, that's what I'm concerned with. It's the same thing, in my opinion. Just saying. I can understand. I can see it. I can see it. If anything, that's a, a better disguise to hide it under. Oh, we're both Greek. I just... I thought that, you know, she would like this because we're both Greek. Yeah, no. Like, but I want to dick you down. Like, no, bitch. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. So, there's still the same boundaries. In the yes, in my opinion. People can have differences of opinions, but that's what makes us all amazing people. Okay, okay. Well, let's see. I think that's the last one, unless you have one for the situation. You have one? No, I don't. Oh, hmm. I should be petty, but I'm not. <laughs> no, don't be petty. I'm not gonna be petty. Petty is not you. You are grown as a person, as a human being. That is so true. But yeah. sometimes, you know how it feels when you like wash your hair, eat that first hot flame of Cheeto or something. It just feels good. Them two things are totally different things. Dipping in like pettiness occasionally is very refreshing. It's like drinking a glass of lemonade or something. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm saying, go ahead. I'm listening. So that's all I'm saying. Sometimes pettiness is um, it's a it's a stress outlet. But you got to be careful with the consequences that occur afterwards. But, oh yeah, because you, know. you know the consequences occur after pettiness is either you gonna have to if you gonna take these lickings or you're not gonna take these lickings afterwards. Mm. And ain't nobody trying to deal with you. Yeah. Because <laughs> you being petty is gonna go to a different level. You gonna make somebody cry. That's true. But I don't know. Sometimes it can be good. But being petty? 
Yeah, other times it's it's bad, but it just like I said, it depends on the situation. Every situation has a different cause for different things. Certain situations cause to be petty. Like if if somebody's just doing something stupid, I'd be petty towards it. But you know what's crazy? If people, some people, honestly, are so lucky that I decided to keep mm. my pettiness between them and I. I'm gonna say that, and that's mm-hmm. that's the end of my rant on yeah, pettiness. So I say I'm doing killers. This is awkward. <laughs> this, is, this is awkward. Will aka Kibbles ain't throwing shots at nobody. <laughs> my pockets are empty. Just saying. Yeah, I'm gonna slide over to this little quick session of this sports. <laughs> yeah, then, give give those updates. Oh, go Blues for winning uh, the Stanley you Cup. You could came in the sports section. Go Blues. I heard that all the way from New York, Shout baby. Out from the city, St. Louis, baby. stand up. Blues. Now, if we, if we get the Cardinals, go ahead and win this year too. <laughs> hey, yeah. hey, hey, you know, let's. Let's uh just take one let's take our one. Yeah. Cardinals, if you hear me, try to win it this year. Cause you can't depend on a football team no more to win it. We don't have a football right. team. So Cardinals go ahead and try to win it this year. Had it back to back years. Uh let's see, what else is going on in sports? The Anthony Joseph fight not, got knocked out. And that was just terrible. It ain't really much going on in sports right now. And I ain't got my other left hand to talk about sports with. But I'm just going to throw out the top shit that's going on now. I'm thinking about like Anthony Joseph fight now. I don't think he watched boxing. But Mm-mm. Anthony Joseph is supposed to be this powerful, powerful, best boxer out there. Is he better than Floyd Mayweather? He a heavyweight, so they're two different classes. See, I know nothing about yeah, that. Yeah, he, he, he he's a heavyweight. But he's supposed to be this great guy. He got knocked out. But dude that knocked him out is actually a good boxer. So now he's supposed to fight this dude named Wilder. He was supposed to, but that fight going to get canceled until another three or four years from now. What is it, a publicity stunt? No, it was just he was out of shape. He got his ass beat. Oh, wow. Yeah, That's embarrassing. Oh, yeah. Cause Isn't that all you do as a boxer? You just train and make sure that you can fight? I like, you're fit he, to fight? I think he underestimated the dude he was fighting and didn't do what he needed to do, cardio-wise. Okay. And the dude caught his ass slipping. And fucked and, him up. And messed him up. Well, that's what happens when you act like a bitch. <laughs> In the words of Tiana, don't <laughs> undertrain if you act right. like a bitch. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> let's see. The Lakers just got Anthony Davis. Well, Texans won't have him to July, uh, June thirty first. So, my boy LeBron getting another ring this year. But it ain't much else. He only has ten fingers. Like he only has two. He only has three rings. Oh, okay, cool. But, you know, I thought he was running out of space. No, nah, he ain't running out of space. He only got three. He only got three. He gonna, he gonna get four or five before his career over. Hopefully, no. Nah, if if because for him to get the, all his fingers, he had to play in the league twenty something years, and he been in the league seventeen years. Yeah, he ain't got that much time. Time to retire, huh? Oh yeah, and them knees is icy hot, needed every day. Ooh. Yeah, but that's my big rundown for sports today. Anthony Joseph lost. Bum proved my point. He can't box. Lakers got AD. Hopefully the Lakers get Kyrie, and he stop playing these games and get off his myriad, and come on, come to LA. And as always, with my girl T, you on listening to if you will, <laughs> check me out on Instagram. At William Kibble Jr. thirty five, Twitter Kibbles thirty five, and.
Spotify, which nobody has. Well, you know, we're only on Spotify. I'm only on Spotify right now, but I'm trying to get to Apple Podcasts. Back, back to Apple Podcasts. Well, I don't even pay for them anymore, so... Well, Apple Podcasts is free. Uh, the Apple Music thing isn't free. Well, Apple, this is not free, but Apple Podcasts is free. Is it? Yeah. Just put mm-hmm. it on Wi-Fi and pile. Hit That's play. crazy, because usually I'm into free shit. So. Yeah, Apple Podcasts is free. What the hell you be listening to Duke and Kibbles on? Apple, on Apple Music? No, uh, the purple thing. Yeah, that's Apple Podcast. That's free. This, the Anchor. Oh, it's Anchor. Oh, you use yeah. Anchor. Shout out to Anchor. <laughs> Without you, it wouldn't be no me. I'm good. <laughs> but yeah, this is If You Will. It's your boy Will, a.k.a. Kibbles. Appreciate you listening to another episode. I'll let you later.